a lovely there we go wow absolutely fabulous wow We tried to. Oh. oh no no no! We we we, 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 we we're gonna let we're gonna let you like resolve like let let that note sort of like uh, the, no, let, let the chord sort of get. It's been a. It's been too long. It's been way too long. But guess what? We're back. We're back. We're back. Back in front of the mics. Got Josh, V's, and Ali. <laughs> I like how you pointed at V to say his own name then, V to drink well, in his mouth. This. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you say it. You can say it if you want. It's been a fucking while. We, uh, we, we talked about it in a Christmas episode. Didn't happen. Talked about doing a New Year's episode. Didn't, Didn't happen. happen. <laughs> We've been very, 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 very fucking So this busy. is both of them in one? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Merry Christmas, I mean, everyone. Do you want to sing a, like, do we do the, the New Year's... Count, should we do a countdown to New Year's? <laughs> did anyone make their, did anyone make their Christmas? Anyone make their Christmas song? No. Remember we were going to make Christmas songs? Yeah, I remember that. Oh my I God. feel like I did. Wait, All did right. you? I feel like I was trying to demo one on my phone. Amazing! You actually did the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the um, one kid in school that actually does the homework. And you make a song. Oh uh, yeah, band. no, I kind of made a song. I think this was. I just put my phone on record and then thought, all right, let's let's see what really? comes out. This song's called Santa's Birthday. Oh! Fuck off, Jesus. I don't care if it's your birthday. I want toys and you better not get in my way. Because Santa's what Christmas is really about. It's his birthday. <laughs> you know what, I did make a Christmas song. I did one with Benji. Oh, yeah. And it's Sleigh Bells, spelled S-L-A-Y. Sleigh Bells, which you can listen to on YouTube. Oh, shit. So I'm the only one that did it. <clears throat> Yes, that's oh, the way it is, motherfucker. You got, you got, you got off the dome. Off the dome. Oh no! Right now, where's the bells? Are you got any bells? Uh. Oh my god, we got bells. Uh, uh, right, <laughs> we got bells. There's a second bell. Are you going for a chime? Oh my god, we got, there, a, we got, a, we got a whole box. <laughs> what has this podcast become? We've oh, literally. There's a. Li- you've actually got. You've actually got bells. Come on, John. Oh my god. Can I, there's no. no you're the, <laughs> It's that time of year I just want to be alone Because (laughs) there's too much going on That I don't have time to see my family See my friends Do all the things that everyone gets to do And it's Christmas time And I've lost my mind And... I have nothing else to it's say. Not Christmas, it's fucking February. Knock it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. It might be March. There we go. That's why we didn't do a Christmas episode. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it would have been. Be grateful. In about 30 seconds. Be, be, grateful, be grateful we've been gone. Be grateful. <laughs> well, guess what else we missed? Pancake Day. That was like two days. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a pancake <laughs> day episode. <laughs> Imagine a pancake day episode. It's just, it would just sound like. <laughs> oh, I missed it. The sound of wheat flipping in a pan. Um, all right. Well, we've all been really fucking busy. Josh, tell them how busy you've been. Busy. <laughs> wow. It is. It is Ali. that thing, though. No, it is that thing, though. Like, have, have you ever like gone up to like you got you, you see friends you haven't seen in a long time? It's like, hey, mate, hey, like, how you how you doing? Busy. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm busy. I feel like I never got anything new to say because it's all just, oh, you know what I'm doing. I'm just saying. You know what I'm doing. We actually meant to revise the last episode to, to, to revise what, what percentage you said the album was at last time we were here. Uh, I, what, what percentage was, is it at now? 70? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you said 70. I'm pretty sure I said 70. <laughs> Oh. He said that in the car on the way over. Yeah. It, but he's at 70. It's just hovering. It's just hovering. It ebbs and flows, you know? It's, that it's, last 30% is at least 90% of the work. Yeah, exactly. You think it's at 70%, but it's not. It's at 10%. Yeah. Mate, you sent me over a couple of tracks today. Like, Those are at solid. 98%. So, Mate, they're good. And that last 2% is at least 30% of the work. So it's, they're really 70% done. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll get rid of them anyway. It's all good. Oh, no. Yeah, Mate, not, what, what, I, I do think one of them is calling for, the, like a, for a rocking solo. I think yeah, I said right. it earlier. Like, yeah. I was just like, just, just <clears> get like some kind of Joey Satriani. Sort of, right. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to talk about things that people can't hear. You, uh, let me know when you almost come over and start <laughs> some solos. I'm not the best soloist, so... <laughs> People always assume I can read music and stuff and know what I'm doing. It's just a mis- lot of mistakes until something good happens. Making an album feels like you're sat there with someone who's like, all right, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Guess what it is? And you do that all day. Until and, you get the number. Yeah, maybe one in a hundred. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you've, you've done it like once. And it's like, oh, I got a good take of one thing. The rest is bollocks. <laughs> so. That's actually quite a good... Uh, is that a good an- analogy? Yeah. That's, that is a good analogy. I like that. That's, that's good. I just finished my album last week. Congratulations, mate. And I... what percent is it done, though? <laughs> yeah, it's about 70 um, No, it's, it, uh, it, it's not really like... It's not me. It's not my name on the cover. It's Benji's album. It's his first solo album. Uh, of the 13 tracks that are now... It was 16 at first. Uh, the 13 tracks that exist, I made the music and produced 10 of them and then I produced vocals on two of the ones I didn't produce for it got up to the point where like I could have kept going on for months but um what just tweaking and stuff uh but it it was time to just let the album go um uh Ben you felt it was ready for release I'm really happy with most of the work on there I'm perfectionist and I literally could have worked on that thing forever I'm dealing with a mastering engineer at the moment Nice. Dealing with sounds like there's a situation going on. Oh no, he's actually really, really good. Um, right. As in dealing with like when you master an album, you, see, you know, you send it off and you get notes back, and uh, you've got notes for them, and you've got a kind of back and forth between the mixing engineer and the mastering engineer. A guy called Dan Marshall, who is who's a freelancer, uh, runs Beat Chef. Beat Chef. Beach, yeah. Beat Chef. Um, is that Cardiff? Cooking up a Cardiff-based martial engineer. Really good guy. He really seems to know what he's doing. What are you saying? I'm sorry. I'm just making jokes in the background. <laughs> mumbling jokes. I don't know. Beat off. Just stirring up. How much does it cost? Um, I'm not paying for it. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, very reasonable. Um, if you want to look up his rates, go and talk to him. Right. Fucking reprobates. He's... Uh, uh, it's really weird to be in the position of employing a freelancer and dealing with a freelancer being a freelancer for so many years and then like recognising the tropes and motifs of an email from a freelancer and being in the employer side of that situation like, no, I, know, I, I know what you're doing it's weird he's like oh man sorry I've, I've been up all night I've been up all night uh, kind of mixing and uh, yeah yeah I'll be, I'll be with you be with you in a few hours <laughs> oh. pretty much <laughs> 
I'm like, well, I'm like I recognise all of this bullshit because <laughs> I said it myself. <laughs> you got drunk, didn't you? You didn't do the fucking work. <laughs> no, no, he's um, no, he's he's uh, uh, fuck. Uh, Josh, you've been busy. You've been making some stuff. Well, no, I, I was going to say you guys went to Amsterdam, right? And you had like oh a... yeah, um, we went over to Amsterdam at the end of. January yeah. and sort of like did a little um, album showcase. Me and Benji both DJed a little bit, um, played the album some people. It was nice. Went down well? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, cool. Good start. Pop it. Pop I've just woken up. I, we haven't done this podcast in so fucking long. I was woken up by Josh on the phone saying, I'm going to go, go to go to the podcast now. You're awake. I'm like, what? We'll bear I, in mind that it's quarter to nine at night right now. <laughs> yeah, I was, and it's the, it's the end of my day and I'm pumped and I'm just there speaking a hundred miles an hour. V's like, two, like five miles an hour. It's like, hey V, V, do you want to come over? Let's do a podcast. I'm going to come pick, pick you up. And you're like, what? <laughs> my sleeping pattern is completely reversed right now. And I've just, I've, I started drinking, which is a really bad shout because I want to do some work after this. How well. did the, how's your life going, Josh? <laughs> give, give, give the people some feel-good... Give the people some feel-good stuff. Well, uh, I can finally say that uh, I've, I've finished the big job that I was working on for the last like few months, really. Uh, the film for Twitter is out, which is great. Hey. Yay. It was the Valentine's Day sort of campaign film, um, which is all like oh, yeah. a complete... <laughs> well, what? Well, no, I didn't realise it kind of coincided with Valentine's Day. Now I... Makes more sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. make sense. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think it was? Well, no, I I, I realised at the time I watched it. I'm sure. Weird. I'm sure. <laughs> but thinking about it after the fact, yeah. you know, especially like the least. I think it's just because yeah, it's just like a day that I give zero <laughs> shit about. Yeah. And all those love songs, not a mite of love. <laughs> oh yeah, it was that fucking holiday where we all appreciate one another. Wasn't it? I missed that one. Mm. Fuck that. I I thought it was more like a Tinder advert. It's, I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's 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 a it's a sort of satirical look at yeah. sort of like modern dating. Really, yeah. it's good. Is, uh, is what it is, and it was. Um, it's it's been the weirdest project I've ever worked on. It's been. Uh, I could probably safely say it's like the biggest budget thing I've ever worked on, which is hilarious if you actually see it. And the thing I love about this project is that like you had visual effects to do and that you wanted them, it's got that sort of like really dry humour yeah. feel to it and you wanted the graphics to look kind of like they were done by someone who'd never done visual effects before. So you did So them. I did them because I've never <laughs> really? done visual effects. <laughs> I think the best, the best thing... In Premiere. Yeah, yeah, it was... The best thing was realising that the most qualified person in the room to do the visual effects was the least qualified person <laughs> to do them. So guess what? I, uh, yeah, did, nice. them, did them in Premiere Pro. Everything's done like by my hand and it's terrible <laughs> but, it's, but, it's but it's supposed to point. look that way yeah it's, it's supposed to look like it's done by somebody that has no idea what they're doing do you, so. do you mission accomplished mission <laughs> that's like an aggravate that's an aggravating thing for people who do really good work as well I know it's meant to look bad yeah but it's like in some ways there's someone in my genre of music who records using just like a USB microphone and they don't really know what they're doing and it's really good and you know it's it gets fire. praise it's and you, it's like man. I hate you <laughs> the best yeah. uh, the great thing was trying to um, explain to the design department in, in our company <clears throat> just trying to say like okay like forget everything you know about how to do like just unlearn everything you've learned <laughs> 
um, this is like back this. to basics. It's like, okay, so I need some titles. Um, and it needs to look, you know, it needs to look, like, you know, almost like Comic Sans kind of thing. And they come back with some really well-made titles. I'm like, yeah. no, this is too good. Yeah. This is really good. It's like, imagine, <clears throat> imagine um, a client has sent you like a logo, but they all they've done is like screen cap a really low res like email um, uh, uh, signature, right? And they've then and they said use that in the video. It's yeah. like, and it's this, and, you know, it's, it's that sort of sentiment where someone has no idea what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. Um, it's incredible because you said it's like your highest paid job <laughs> and you guys are like, yeah we got this big job yeah don't worry we're going to sort out a few Josh we're going to intentionally make it look shit <laughs> mate the the, 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 the weirdest um, part was trying to get everyone at Twitter sold onto the idea that it's the, that it's the video that looks shit mm. it's a video that um, you know goes against everything that they've done goes against what all the other social media sites are, are doing. Because, um, you know, like, I think Facebook's come out with some really slick, you know, sort of, like, brand stuff. Right. Um, and they um, wanted to come in with something that would make people um, kind of think, wait, who wait, who the fuck made this? Like, yeah. Because, like, <laughs> the, only, the only thing that, that says Twitter is just the, the end, like, you know, the Twitter logo on the end. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like a homemade piece of shit. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> so, it's like Phil Wang made it himself. Yeah, that's literally it. So, um... um so, so we worked with um, uh, TV's Phil Wang. Um, TV's Phil Wang. I wanted to credit owned I, by television. I, I, I want, that's, that's I wanted to put that on the video. I wanted to credit him as TV's, TV's Phil, Phil Wang because I always loved those VHS tapes where they're like, you know, like yeah, the, the presenters, yeah, owned by TV. <laughs> it's like you know him from this show. It's just um, no, I love that. So, so working with Phil Wang was was awesome. Like working with like a, a proper proper comedian yeah um and i was expected to kind of go into these um into these rooms of of you know pretty like well ex- like well experienced um sort of writers and, and 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 like marketing strategists and stuff and they'd be like cool so josh you're the uh comedic writer right i was like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, good yeah. one. Sounds like you're the comedian, right? <laughs> Next to that, you, you, you literally took a master class from Phil Banging comedic writing like the month previous. Yeah, basically, I just I just watched a lot of his stuff. Like, oh, there we go. <laughs> no, it's um, it was it was quite weird for me because it was um the first time I've I've really um had the experience of of leading like a writers' room. Um, I'm, I normally sort of collab with a couple of people, but normally just write by myself. But, um, this was like maybe like seven people around a table all looking at you for ideas. Wow. Basically Uh, he was there to, to give ideas to, to add to the character. The idea was it was character development that I, I was there to write the script but he was there to help develop the character, and and, and we'd bounce off one another. But, but it was weird. Went went to went to London. Went like got this like really uh, like kind of opulent sort of office space, massive massive desk and projector and whiteboards and stuff. And um, yeah, it was just like cool. We're here, and everyone's just like looking. Are you like oh fuck yeah okay I'm, I've got to have a plan. Ah uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's let's write some jokes. Uh, so um, what should yeah. we do? Let's look at other people's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the 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 the, the final of the, uh, the the video is is like kind of like a, a host of tweets you've actually taken from Twitter users, yeah, and sort of formatted them in such a way that you can, you can make them funnier. Yeah, it's basically Phil Wang presents some tweets, um, yeah. and the hardest thing was that Twitter wanted these tweets to be like the funniest thing in it. They wanted to be the funniest, but what you told me about it was that you 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 had a list of like. 
1,000 like yeah. plus tweets yeah. Surely that just... you had to comb through to make sure that they, A, are super funny, yeah. but also do not offend anyone of any nature that, that couldn't possibly offend anyone of any nature. Yeah. You know, you, you're going through this list of criteria to make sure that they're like family friendly and absolutely like yeah no it's ridiculous you, surely in this comedy... situation it's an entertainment video that's what it's for you just make some tweets yourself make some counts make some fake tweets and just fucking say what you want to say and make it funny they have to be people will check them and well, no, you make this, the accounts and not just... this, but like when you found like a really funny tweet from someone in the in the list mm. you then go on their account and if they'd said anything else this was... this was the really troubling oh. thing, yeah. yeah. So so um, our mate George, who works at the 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 agency that we were working with, shout out George. Um, he came up with this really crazy okay. bit of like uh, I don't know, it was like a software or something that he was working on. But basically, you put in someone's Twitter account, and it'll search through their entire history. To like like word searching, make sure uh, you haven't said anything like right. Let's uh, put in the keywords. <laughs> oh there it is you'd be surprised what comes up like like some people like we we got to the point where i think it was like the week before delivery and like one of the main tweets someone rung up was like you uh, you cannot put that in um they use the n-word numerous times like like they've they've said like homophobic stuff they said the n-word and this was like 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 a few years ago but like Man, like imagine to pick one of like Frankie Boyle or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh shit. That was one of the weirdest things was to um because yeah, from from about what a thousand tweets I get given on a spreadsheet, comb it down, like whittle it down to maybe like a hundred, <laughs> and then from then you're like, Okay, cool, here are the ones that I think are the funniest. Um and then of course you got like maybe seven other people that are like, hmm. I think these are the funniest, and it's and it's this sort of seesawing sort of uh, compromise from both yeah. sides until you you come across or try to find, find that, that, that cross section of the circles. Yeah, the, basically, yeah. Um, and you end up with sort of some that work because the people in it aren't racist and they <laughs> aren't good. homophobic and they're not knobheads. So you must have found some stuff you really wanted that you just couldn't put in. There were oh, yeah. some great ones. There were some really fucking funny ones. But what came, but what came out at the end was a really really funny minute and a half film that I think people online genuinely thought Phil Wang made which for me is one of the biggest compliments if they think okay. Phil Wang did it that's like oh shit okay I hope like I did it to a level that that, that fools people into thinking that that a professional comedian made it. It's like, and also, only Phil Wang's name's on it in the title. Yeah, <laughs> like he's literally he's, yeah. Yeah. he's plastered on it. He's representing himself, and it's like the video is all about <laughs> him being there. And you think the fact that he didn't yeah. write it is really odd. People are going to think he wrote all of that. Because he's what? What is Phil Wang? He's a writer primarily, right? Comedian. But yeah, so he writes. I'm yeah, sure he writes his own jokes. Yeah, yeah. You, you write your own jokes. You. Yeah sort of curate all the stuff that you do. Yeah, was he good to work with? He was amazing. He what was kind great. of in what kind of guy is, is he I guess he's quite funny, but is he just like <laughs> normal everyday funny? Like you're just hanging out and he says something funny or he or like, <laughs> I mean, he's he is one of those people that Or is, is it like it's like, time to be funny now, be funny and he does some what funny What do you think like does he does he switch off? Is there a point where it's Yeah, or like, is he just like normal, really well, straight the rest of the time? Uh no, he is a naturally funny guy right. and he's a he's a fucking pleasure to work with. I absolutely loved it. Um the kind of guy that for a director, uh, is is just perfect. Into in, like, I'll give him the setting. I said, okay, cool. Here's a situation where um, you're sat down at a dining table, um, and the tweet is about um, being on your own. So uh, go, 
and it'll come up with some witty one-liners or whatever. Yeah. Um, of course, at this point, it's just it was all shot on green screen, and there was no dining table. He, I literally, he was sat on like a, a green screen box, so just a just a cube of of, of green screen. Yeah. And I was like, cool, now imagine you're in a restaurant because I'm going to put you in afterwards. Um, yeah, and I said, like, here's the, here's the setting and now go off on a riff and he, and he will. Um, but when you're not shooting, yeah, he, he will sort of, I think he'd just like to be on his own for a bit. Um, he'll probably just have like a walk around. Because obviously it's just, <laughs> it's have a walk around. I mean, you know, just like kind of, um, we, we kind of like left him alone for a bit because I didn't want to just hound him yeah, constantly yeah. like when you're on set. When you're on set. So, uh, well, no. what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Tori? Um, <laughs> you've had to cancel your Chinese tour. Yeah, yeah. Because of the coronavirus. Well, I, not just China, the whole of my Asia or tour. Co- 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 COVID-19. COVID-19, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's essentially been my main thing the last yeah. couple of months, is watching this virus expand, looking at it every day on the news, to get to a point where I was like, right, yep, i got to cancel my tour, which I would be leaving for next week. Yeah, so, yeah fuck, was that soon? But now you've got more time to work on the album. I, which I needed. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realise. For real. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Right, Crazy? so that's no. good. Josh, comic with comic relief, how's your dating life going? <laughs> Talk about the virus. You're <laughs> sweeping there with virus. <laughs> Let's in, get uh, back yeah, out. Over. <laughs> back to that uh, for a sec. Uh, you 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 actually had Chinese fans, uh, fans in China, messaging you saying that you, you should cancel, you should back off. Yeah, this all dies down. I had loads of messages. Like they don't have social uh, our social media there, mm-hmm. but they like you know have VPN, so they got an in Instagram. <clears throat> Etc. And they messaged me saying, "You should cancel, please. Can you yeah. cancel? Things are bad here. We can't really leave our homes. No one's going to yeah. want to come to a gig if you put it on." So, <laughs> uh, which is kind of amazing. that was before the virus. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, there's a virus. Oh, we are. Oh, we should, yeah, we we you uh, shouldn't come. <laughs> no one's going to come to a show. <laughs> it was it was it was sold out almost. It's a shame. Yeah, three of the yeah. shows were sold out, and there's quite big venues as oh, well. Mate. So it's quite. Happy and now about you've that. rebooked that for. August. And now we've rebooked it for August, and it's selling a lot slower because people are still in the same frame of mind that they yeah. can't the leave. The virus doesn't seem to be slowing up. I, I, yeah, I don't feel UK, super confident that August is going to go ahead because of this. Mm. Um, still, yeah, it's hard to tell right now. You know, mm. still know. be hermits like me. Yeah, it's a shame, but yeah. Oh well. Yeah, it, it will happen. We got time. We got time. First, first person. Just keep selling them tickets over and over again. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just hope people don't want their refunds. Memorabilia, <laughs> isn't it? Like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, he died. Oh, 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 do you really? Would you have a refund? Oh, that's so rude of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead, you know. Yeah, he's dead. That's worth more You're than from a yeah. dead man. Disgusting. Oh no, and he did nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing to deserve ill talk. Um, <laughs> but. The first, the first person in Wales has been confirmed to have yeah. coronavirus. I say, I'm, I mate, I mate, um, JR, um, what? got back from uh, Northern Italy, uh, like last week. Great. Um, so, and he's um, not looking too good. <laughs> he's just, uh, uh, yeah, I feel like if the virus uh, even takes a fucking swing at me, that it's you know, like, well, this is what's up, bro? This is far too toxic an environment for me to make a home. <laughs> virus just walks back slowly. It's just like, it like walks in, it's like, yo, what's up? Oh, oh no, oh, oh no, I was just passing by. <laughs> this is some blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking. 
chemicals with like a little bit of plasma. Like, how is this guy even fucking alive? I'm depressed. Uh, Josh, we walked me. into the wrong part of town here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a suitable habitat for human life. Uh, let's go over to your but, roommate's blood. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. That's a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a problem. <laughs> Uh, no, um, so I've been off social media for three months. How you find mm. that? It's been actually really nice. Yeah? Just, um, I'm, I'm going to get back into it uh, soon. So I've, obviously, like I said, earlier I've been working on the album, and it's been an interesting experience. It's not my album, so I don't know, really know the right balance of how much I can share. <clears throat> as I go, like as I make tracks, as I'm producing tracks, yeah. so I can like take video clips and put on Instagram stories or whatever. So I just took the safe option and just just backed out completely um and then i'm going back into social media very soon i'm i'm partially saying this because i'm going to be plugging this on my instagram and things and want people to know where the fuck i've been because i've been working on the album it's finished um i'm working on some new content for all my different channels and shit nice I'm going to be diving in with an album and artwork and i'm i just started work on my book well Wait. finishing the book uh, I've done about a third of my art book already. What's, what is the well, book going to be? It's, um... it's called Visions 2020. I want to do an annual book. Um, it's this time around. Um, so all the stuff that I did in Inktober, it's like sort of a practice of, of, of making artwork without using a digital medium. Um, so just ink and just paper. Um, and there's a bunch of different pieces I'm doing. I've got 20 pieces left to go. Um and that's what I'm working on at the moment. So I'm going to be super, way more active on social media. Nice. And you're going to be looking to publish that? Or is it like a self-published yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing? We'll be a self-published jobby. But um, nice. it's interesting because it's going to be kind of crossing over into the album stuff and the stuff I'm doing yeah. musically. And there's going to be a launch party with like like a full-on hip-hop show and mm. a gallery and shit that I've been planning for a while. Um, but yeah, I'm working on the book at the moment. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's just been interesting. It's been a weird little while album and then book and then I've got another record coming out in late May probably oh, busy and, start to the year mate and then uh, I'm working on a feature length documentary in the summer whoop whoop is there that's the that's the thing with Chris isn't it the um yeah so it's Vaporwave which is a music genre I don't listen to um and he's touring around America uh, interviewing the main people from the genre it's, it's gonna be really cool he's, he's got the guy who um scored uh uncut gems yeah mm. which is if you haven't seen I it, i have seen it you have seen it have I you avoided seen it because of sandler mate that's it, I, th- I think that's why it's blown up because you don't expect him to be like this he it? should have had an oscar nomination. it's good yeah really hands down yeah netflix comes out with some good shit mate, yeah. Yeah. It is, it's 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 an experience um uncut, uncut gems uh gave me heart palpitations like i've never felt oh it's so fucking intense time um, they're just always talking over each other and shit yeah, it, but that's the thing. They 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 absolutely captured the oh, yeah. personality and lifestyle of an addict, um, but not drugs, not sort of drinking. It's like gambling. It's same. In and it's 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 just it spirals and it's so uh, intense and it just doesn't stop. It just keeps rolling. I'll rolling. watch it. It's great. Watch it. It's it's a fantastic film. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm always put off by something. I know. I was a bit too, but I just thought, fuck it. Everyone's talking about it. And it just it starts like straight in. I think it's just like there. There's like music playing for the first like ten minutes of the film, and yeah. it's like, is this music ever going to stop? Yeah, and it just puts you in this intense mood straight away. So who was it who scored it? I can't remember his guy's name. Um, 
Um, but yeah, it's a bunch of people from the vaporwave genre, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm overseeing uh, the visual effects side of things, doing a bunch of animation for it. It's gonna be like a retro synthwave vibe of like, like like the retro Max in shopping malls and nice. like lots of three D mm. stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring some of my own shit to it. That's gonna be interesting. Sick. That's awesome. Busy, busy, busy. Months. So how have you busy. found um, how have you, uh, how have you found being off of social media? How's it, how's it uh, anxiety inducing the idea of going back to it is stressful but um, I know it's time I know it's time and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be going back to it with like a significant body of work what yeah. about it, what about it stress you out though is it the idea of having to uphold like, I mean, an image or is it I like... don't know if it's anything that either you can relate. well I think you can because like the idea of like say if you've been on tour for a while and you've been doing lots of PR stuff and you've been going around doing shows and you haven't been writing or producing music for a while, yeah. when you come back to the studio and it's time to write and produce music again, there's that feeling of like, oh God, I've got to like, what if I've forgotten everything I know? A little bit. Yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> if it doesn't come naturally, it's scary to bother doing it, mm. you know? Yeah, but this is something I face all the fucking time. So I flick between music and artwork all the time. Right. So I'll have like a month or two off of one and go to the other so I've just had a month two months of working on nothing but music and now I'm going back into artwork and I, I basically put myself in that anxious state all the fucking time I but was going to say because I've, I've never seen you sort of like it's, it's very it's intense one or the other it's fucking intense because um, I remember when you were, yeah it was like around in, in October drawing every day drawing every day drawing every day drawing every day <clears> and then all of a sudden when it was like album album, album, yeah. album yeah. it was like producing day and night and you were coming up with some absolute floor fillers like right. slammers yeah I mean you've nailed both of those arts yeah. it's hard like, but can I, you juggle them it's, like, it's, it's a real problem I, I, don't, I don't know if it's interesting podcast material but like it's genuinely stress inducing for me because like I love music and I love artwork and I can never imagine a life where I ditch one of these things yeah but trying to do them both at a professional level is fucking stressful and like trying to just I just made a fucking album and then I'm like cool right put that down I've got, I'm immediately going and working and yeah. finishing my book um, it's really weird and I don't expect anyone to be able to really but fucking empathise with that because everyone's more sensible and picks a fucking career <laughs> but, yeah. but it's a practice right like you said if you want to be a mastering something you've got to keep like every day you've got to be practicing that that sort exactly. of in that field yeah. exactly and that's why the anxiety comes in when you've not done it for a little while and I'm going to you know um, the, you, you've got artwork that exists in uh, more abstract forms but this is what you call representational art which yeah. is more it leans a little on the technical side so representational art is you know when you've got like anatomy form time space you're trying to represent things on a page in in, in uh, 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 you know opposition to uh, abstract art which would just you know mm. you know, basquiat or, or, or someone that like you know makes marks and makes art in that sort of very abstract way it doesn't need to uh, you know it's more like emotions and slashing mm. paint on a whatever yeah it, it, this is representational where it requires technical skill and it requires practice it requires knowledge of human anatomy it requires everyday kind of practice and then you put that down for quite a while and you come back to it and it's um it's it's stressful i'm working mm. on it i what i usually do is I'll come back and I'll do like three whole days of drawing, um, like doing human anatomy studies and doing style studies, stuff that no one ever sees. 
you know, and this is something else to, for people to think about is, you know, when we post on Instagram, we only post our best stuff. That's you, the thing, you, you, yeah, you, you don't see it. me stressing out, I'm doing, filling like 12 pages in a sketchbook doing human anatomy studies to, well, this, this to is, get ready for one Instagram This post, is why I love, you know? I love coming to visit and, and flicking through your, your, your art books because there's so much stuff. Like you do your life drawing. I remember when you were doing like your daily life drawing mm-hmm. stuff. And you're just flicking through and just like, holy shit, like this stuff is great. No one sees that. <laughs> <laughs> that exists. Yeah, well, that's like, like well, I guess maybe that's not what the art book is, but maybe some of it, the, the, like the Inktober thing was, yeah. you were doing it a lot for yourself. You just wanted to draw that stuff. And it was just like daily, not mm. doodles, there's way more than a fucking doodle is. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's good to have them well. all laid out in a book. Yeah. I mean, like you, you, you could have like an afterthought book, which is doodles yeah. in quotes. Well, I, at the moment, like, like it was initially just going to be those 30 pieces, um, but it's kind of, I've, I've backtracked on that, and I think it'd be good to have those 30 pieces with a few paintings and maybe some sketchbook stuff just yeah. sort of like lined out nicely and having a bit of a balance. Mm. So there's a bit of something regardless of what your tastes are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, shit. The, the, do, you make, do you make stuff that when you go in and you've got a client in, yeah. you might have to make a test film. Yeah. Yeah, it's that stuff that people don't see. Oh, yeah. And the demos yeah. that you make. Yeah. How many demos have you made per track for your album? How yeah. many tracks have been made that haven't made the cut? Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember with, with um, a band I love, uh, Brand New, um, they, they had like a whole demo album leak in like 2006 kind of thing. Mm. And those demos are like... I prefer because they they came they, they they went and redid them like recently. But I, there's something about the demos yeah. that were sort of like raw and and they were sort of special because it's like we weren't, we weren't meant to hear these. And that's going back to what Ali was saying about the USB mic. Is there like <laughs> yeah, yeah you, sure. you can work so hard on an album and get it mastered to perfection, but sometimes those demos that like are poorly Scratchy, mixed just, and not yeah. really mastered you just capture this vibe within. They capture it, yeah. Like I, I made I, that's why I hate demoing because. <laughs> A lot of the time I do demo stuff for albums and I listen to them so much and I get really attached to them. Then I go to yeah. make the actual track and Don't it's like, like it. I try too hard and it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't sound as good. I've got used to this shit sound, yeah. but I, I don't know what's good anymore. If I just like what I've been listening to over and over or if I just managed to capture something good in that moment. I think yeah. you get attached to music yeah, when you make it. probably. Like, I, I rarely demo. I had one track on the album that... Um, I, ha- I was in a position where I had to remake it. I just couldn't fucking do it. It's been cut. Really? It's been cut. Yeah. Yeah. My, well, good um, story, please. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the closest thing filmmaking-wise to that, obviously I, I do a lot of like proof of concept stuff, especially with, with commercial stuff. I have to, with the Twitter one, I think I did about like maybe eight to 12 versions of that video, but with me instead of Phil Wang. There's some, yeah. there's some wow. gold. Amazing. There's, there's oh, some, there's that's some, that's that. some content oh. right there. There's, yeah. there's definitely, there's definitely some there's, content. There's, there's your TikTok and the new Storm and Shelter TikTok. <laughs> um, but I guess the, the closest thing to demoing that would be like, um, let's say I'm editing a documentary. Let's say I'm editing a commercial. I always have like my first draft. I always have like, I call it like, you know, the, the, it's the director's cut kind of thing. And it's always at a point where I'm just like, you work your ass off. And I get it to the point where it's just like, right. I think this this is the story. This is kind of where I want it to go. It's not finished, but this is where I want it. This is kind of like what I see it sort of becoming. Um, and it's at that point that then you you go to the next level. And then that's when you do, I, I guess, like the sort of proper sort of um, like finishing and, and, and mastering and grading. And, and it becomes something different. Um, but there's always that sort of raw idea. And the thing that I always find really, really tough when working with, with videos, especially when you're, 
sort of brought in as a specialist, as a director or writer, is that point where, hey, here's the, here's the thing that I actually wanted to make. Like, here it is in its, in its purest form. Um, to see that whittled down, see it broken up, and, and everyone sort of come in with to ideas. See my dreams crushed. You see it crushed. It's something I, I've spoken to a, a few other directors about, and it's it's very rare that you actually end up with with the thing that you in, intended. Yeah. I was so reading. You, sorry, Karen. Uh, uh, so you do get the same sort of thing, like with us with demos. Because yeah, I okay, think it's so. interesting because recently I nearly had a song in a German. Vodafone advert like their, their winter advert for this year and they chose something else oh. but the director loved the song so much that he made his own cut of the advert with one of my songs and oh. then licensed that from us so he could use it for himself oh, cool I was like okay wow I mean obviously mm. it's nowhere near you're not going to use it just give me some free money but... <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is great but obviously it's not like the money the Vodafone would have paid which which song was it? Uh, Birthplace oh, okay cool yeah. yeah nothing says telecommunication like uh, I don't know uh, good old <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't even tell you what it's about. <laughs> you want it to be about tele? Yeah, it's about telephones. Yeah, mate. yeah, it's about yeah, yeah, it's about telephones. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's, what is the what is the song about? Well, it's amazing because it is about telephones. Yeah, it's not. Sorry. What a coincidence! Yeah. That's, what? <laughs> that's uh. Um, shit. So I was reading about uh, Bong Joon Ho, uh, incredible director, Korean director of yeah. Parasite mm-hmm. and uh, the other film. Snowpiercer. And what an amazing film well this is the thing so uh, Snowpiercer was the first time that he was picked up by Hollywood he was picked up by Harvey Weinstein oh he was taken no. to Los Angeles to see the notorious little fucking fuckboy and Weinstein was like I love what you've done I love it what so uh, do? just cut all of the dialogue and Bong Joon-ho was like <laughs> the, throughout the interview that I read it was like it was like a dark comedy Except it was my film. <laughs> if it was a perspective of like a third party, it would have been funny in this dark way. But it was this Harvey Weinstein taking Snowpiercer and just cutting so much shit out of it. All of the talk, like all it of the no fucking sense. dialogue, all of the dialogue from the film. It made no sense. And then there was like a little bit of dialogue. It was amazing. I can't remember what happened. Fuck. I can't remember exactly the moment from the film. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this fucking anecdote. The Bong Joon Ho was a. Uh, he left a piece in and then. Uh, it was, it was something about like a guy like teaching teach a man to fish and he'll leave for the rest of his life. That, 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 that fucking <laughs> fam- famous allegory. You yeah. know, you know te- give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish. He'll eat for a life. The, 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 okay, that, yeah. that famous right. allegory. Um, and how uh, I, I, I was like, this is great. That one piece of dialogue, cut it. <laughs> and, <he was> like, <laughs> and Bong Joon-ho turns to Harvey fucking Weinstein and uh, it's like, you see what the, the thing is, is that my father was a fisherman and this uh, this particular scene means so much to me that I needed to stay in the film and walk away and uh, Bong Joon's assistant is like, I didn't know that about your father and Bong Joon was like, my father wasn't a fucking fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to save my fucking film. <laughs> Um, and apparently they, they took it through test audiences and the version with dialogue without dialogue which was fucking just absolutely it. bombed and then they took it and then Bong Joon-ho completely like dark-sided Harvey Weinstein took the full version of Snowpiercer mm. to test audiences scored really really highly and then the studio was like okay well we can see the, te- the test audiences are responding really well to this yeah. Harvey Weinstein knocked him down from the main 
distributor to the one below that. So yeah. you've got a much smaller release for Snowpiercer. Mm. But this is going back to what you were saying about clients taking a film and, and occasionally sometimes they offer good insight. Occasionally mm. having an external set of eyes to look at something you've been working on for ages that you might have ended up with tunnel vision on can be a really handy thing. But in some cases, and a lot of cases that I fucking dealt with, there are people that have no fucking idea what they're doing and they fuck up your fucking good hard work that you've got a really good vision on and fuck clients i'm trying to be an artist for um, me for me it's it's um <laughs> it's it's such a shame with um with music and and film and stuff you have so many people who work so hard for such a long time mm. on something and then it can just go so wrong when it just because somebody from high up has has a as a little thought yeah. or something. Some cunt in the suit um, that's never made a film in his life. They just want an input and get mad when someone doesn't like it. So they get <laughs> stubborn about that stupid idea. They just carry on with it. <laughs> My, I mean, it's the effect of double downing and mm. not wanting to appear stupid. So they're going, oh, it's definitely this is what you need. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think for a lot of people, there's, 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 there's definitely a, um, the idea that that they feel like they have to have an opinion on something. Some mm. some people feel like when they when there's a, a round of feedback, uh, I should definitely have something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. That's why sometimes I put in things that are like red herrings that are literally like I deliberately made this wrong mistake so that you had something to talk about, <laughs> so that you don't talk yeah. about the the thing at the end. Um, <laughs> I used to do that a lot with my animation smart. clients. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine you putting a wrong chord. Just at the beginning. They're like, Ali, you really need to sort that chord out. Yeah, but they're not talking about the the, the middle eighth, which I really want to keep. They're talking about like, they're talking about that, that chord at the beginning that's really off putting. Um, then I get stubborn yeah, and keep them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a really there's a really loud <laughs> fart noise at the beginning. Just like, I would just love it if you were so stubborn it backfired on you and you were like, Oh, I like it. <laughs> you know what? And you didn't want to see me into it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my um, so my favorite thing about the um, just going back on like that reminds me of the, uh, just working with Twitter recently. This 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 recent film, um, I was fighting so hard to keep a CGI horse in it. <laughs> there's um, there's 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 two shots where the C one where Phil Wang is riding a CGI horse, okay. and the next the CGI horse is just in the background, just walking like sort of poorly CGI'd in. Um, now. There was meant to be a cameo in the last shot. There's a drone shot at the end where he waves and goes like, bye, and the camera pulls away. I wanted to sneak a horse in. And I put it in maybe like 16 versions where the horse like comes in like different angles <laughs> or like, like head, his head pops up out of the sea. And um, it made it until... So, so in the end, we ended up on version 80 of this edit Jesus. I've never gone that far I've never pushed more than maybe 36 yeah, versions I think, I got I think to, 20 is my oh, I got to version 80 um, and I tried to sneak this horse in and they were like we love the horse but can we can you take it out we love it's it enough and now, for that Josh. reason <laughs> if you love it then why's it got to go so um, <laughs> of course I was like absolutely gutted um, so um, I mean yeah what can you do uh, me and Nick uh, hid two horses in the film uh, without them knowing <laughs> so there's, there's, there's two more horses in that film that they have no idea where they are and it's out now it's <laughs> no it's great it was, it was, it's, in, it's all in good humour because they're like they're, they're really great guys to work with but I just found it so funny that we've hid we've hidden two horses somewhere in the video I still haven't told them and they took a whole day on the day of release it was like they had a shop in London that was uh, for the dating Twitter advice bureau, and this is on like a big TV with people watching it, and we told them they were like, just so you know, there's two more horses in this film that you haven't seen. They spent the entire day just scanning this TV, like, where is it? Where's that fucking horse? But I love that. 
another, another great one is the um, of just people like sort of high up, sort of just getting mucked in, destroying something. Um, have you have you heard the Suicide Squad story? The no. film? I haven't even watched the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Don't. Story. It's 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 the it's the most messed up piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I know you. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I've, I've lived with you, so I've seen those toilet bowls. Ah, oh, my life's a joke. Um, the, no, this this film is it wasn't very good anyway. But there, there's a. a awesome story about how fucked up this 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 film got yeah um when the trailer came out for it you got like margot robbie as harley quinn you got jared leto as the joker the 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 trailer came out and it's still it's still the most successful film trailer in history (laughs) it's the most it was like literally it 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 went beyond anything that's ever come out before. dc are the equivalent of like a really well done tinder profile (laughs) like okay 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 yeah i'm just and then you go, oh, oh Jesus H fucking Christ. The, in the, pre- the preview was fucking great. The preview, I, I was sold. And, but the full thing, no. Oh, man. It was, it was a cool trailer. It's got like Bohemian Rhapsody and, and everything looks really edgy and, and, and crazy. Um, and then they filmed it, got into the edit and the director's there with, with his editor. And the guys in the studio say like, this isn't as good as the trailer. This doesn't live up to it. And so everyone's like, fuck, what do we do? Fuck. Um, and so, like, you can imagine just in this room, someone at the back's like, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> As like, turn, everyone turns around, it's like, what? It's like, give it to the trainer house. Like, what? Give it to the give, give trailer to, house. Give the film to the guys that edited the trainer. Um, if they did such a good job with the trailer, they'll do great with the film. Get the fuck just out. A, just, <laughs> you, sir, are genius. So guess what? The studio gave the edit to, the to a trailer house. house. Wow. And the tra- trailer houses are, are production companies that only edit trailers. That only edit, like, what? Less less than three-minute less, videos less than, at so a time. Two minutes, I'm not they, they, they take a film and condense, uh, condense it into... And it's between. all about high energy. Tempo, 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 music change, music change. Crazy, crazy. Um, so the, so the, trailer, uh, the tra- trailer house come back with their edit. And they, when the studio watches it, and they're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> this is terrible." Um, what do we do? And then there's that voice at the back of the room again. Excuse me, I've got an idea. <laughs> Why don't we combine the two of them? <laughs> <laughs> You're a genius. Oh, and that's literally what the end film has ended up as. It's the the direct- two- is there a director's cut that, that maybe isn't? Um, there's mis- talk of it. There's people. There's people literally campaigning online for it because they think it will save. Because this film. Birds of Prey looks interesting. It looks interesting. It's, it's, that, that's bombed as well. Yeah, it has. Hasn't it? It? Yeah, it, it really has. That's, dude, that's, that's the so thing. This is the thing. It, it's, that the Birds of Prey film had the lowest opening weekend and had the lowest um, wow. like box office taking of any DC film ever. Um, and also they lost a shit ton because the, uh, the, the SEO search was... Oh. Um, most people were searching for Harley Quinn. Mm. They were looking for the Harley Quinn film. And so, so now they they've changed Google it. To, to boost some results. No, they, no, they've retrospectively renamed the film. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, they've literally called it Harley Quinn, Bir- Birds of Prey. Oh, no. um, the thing is, is, like, the Chinese market for films is massive, mm-hmm. and because of the virus, people are not going out to watch films, and yeah. it has oh, played yeah. a massive role in that yeah, stuff. Massive. Yeah, um, it has killed the premiere of so many films. Yeah, it's absolutely mad. Um, yeah. But this but this, this brought up an interesting point um, 
that I thought of the idea of um, retrospectively changing stuff. Um, well, yeah, no, the idea of, I, I'm really interested in the idea of reshooting stuff, having the budget and the capacity to go and like be like, oh, the film's fucked. I know, let's go shoot it again. <laughs> well, this this has happened loads of times. I think you had like the Han Solo film got reshot. They went through four directors, I think, wow, to, until they wow. got to Ron Howard, who reshot half the film. And you came out with Solo, which is, all oh, right, it's a good, it's an okay film. Mm. But Thank recently, the Cats... Oh, Cats got released. Um, I still, I haven't seen it, so I can't actually. I've only say... seen the memes. <laughs> You've only seen the memes. <laughs> From the trailer, I thought it was going to be shit. It looked fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't say it's a shit film because I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. Um, but I will, so I can. <laughs> like, so, um, so um, but yeah, like th- th- it's so interesting that this film fucking flopped literally across the world. People are like this is one of the worst films ever made. Studio goes. Uh, uh, well, how do we fix Wait this? Wait a minute. <laughs> if we improve the visual effects, that'll bring the punters in. That'll bring the coins in. That'll bring them. Um, and also they did actually miss out a shot where Jane Judy Dench's hand was still human. Uh, like it still had a wedding ring on. Oh, oh my God. And there's like just people just forgetting to do shit because they, they rushed the production. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so even though the film premiered and went out to cinemas, the studios then changed it Change the visual, visual effects and then put it back out. So even though really? it's still in cinemas, they just changed the version that's out there. Oh my god! And it's changing the way that sort of you, people are going to think that, about yeah. films and stuff. That you can retrospectively change stuff, rewrite history a little bit, and put it back out. <gasps> Same's happening with games at the moment. It would yeah. devalue like really? the first release of a film, though. Oh, I guess you can you, have you like get it with games. Updates. Yeah, always updating. Yeah, yeah you, you you buy a game on a disc or something, and there's always like the the, the day one update. They'll 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 rush to produce something, mm, mm. get it out there so it's on the shelves, and then like with over the next month or so, it's to update, update. Yeah, update. so I mean the, the 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 classic example of that is what's the one where they're traveling between worlds? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Fuck me. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, with, with, they rush and rush and rush to a release. There were there are other games. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But um, like there are so many games now that are just like because of the consoles that we're working with, the the, the graphics are getting better and everything. Like everyone in the audience is loving it. Like oh no, yeah, this is great. We're getting better <laughs> games, better gameplay, longer longer gameplay uh, narratives. We've got more space on on the drives. For, for for all these these wonderful things, yeah. but what that actually translates to is more work for the studios, more work for the the three D developers, more work for the writers. Yeah. So when they they so they are trying to rush themselves to make these huge expansive open world games, and then when it, they 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 put in a position where they have to be ready for a release, they yeah, just have to be able to hit these fucking bottom lines. So they release with a shit ton of bugs, and they whatever go, it is, fine, yeah. we'll just fix the bugs in an update. There's this, and there's, there's so many games. But there's now. this, but the, the, I don't know. That they, it, it, it's almost like everyone seems to be all right with this as the thing. Everyone seems to be all right with like, okay, I'll buy a product and it's not quite finished. Uh, but it, it'll it'll change as it goes. You can't change music, can you? Well, it kind of it kind of crossed over into the music world. Can Kanye did Life of Pablo? Wasn't that like an evolving album where he released it, but then it kept changing, he kept really? adding to it? Really? Was that right? I'm not big on Kanye. You asking the wrong guy? I right. feel like that's what happened. I feel like he released his album, but it's like. It's not done. It, we're going to add to it. But would, but would that would that work though? The well, idea, no, music, like, could you could you release? Yes, yes. So I, I was thinking as you were talking about this, I was like, well, it does cross over into music. For for example, um, my album I'm doing now, it's not the same situation. It's not like I fucked up, release an album, and have to change it. Well, not yet, at least. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> the idea is to that song about mobile phones. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phone signal. <laughs> Give me money. 
the, the idea is to release an album and then like the following year within the same album campaign you release four more songs and then on like Spotify and stuff it attaches to the album yeah, yeah, so it version. expands it but it's still the same album it's not an extended version mm. of the album it's not deluxe it's like the same album oh, right. and like basically on Spotify you can have like you know, ten tracks, and then like a little CD symbol, and then another ten tracks. And oh, that, yeah, like, yeah, that, is that like just CD like, two of an album? Yeah, so that's like yeah. second side of an album. And basically, the idea for us is to release that later at a later date, that's but it's cool. all part of the same album. But you know, it's it's I all up it's like in the I was air. saying to you, like, um, you know, you used to have like hidden tracks. Yeah, on albums and stuff like that. Uh, but like, yeah. how how I mean, does that work? With streaming has ruined that. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like oh, you you forget about the CD being. I I mean, fuck, we're dating ourselves now. Like, <laughs> you put on a CD with that fucking hidden track on, you get you forget that it's even on. Yeah, and then like ten minutes later, out of the silence, where you're getting on with your day, so you yeah. just hear this track. I mean, I loved that about the CDs. And now with Spotify, you're like, oh, the end track. Why is this 23 track fourteen minutes, minutes yeah. long? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I've noticed with with some artists, some albums, they just, just deleted the silence and just have the bonus track as another track. Which is like nice. I guess so, yeah. That just takes away the magic of that, doesn't it? it how does, could, like, how can... You can't do it the same. Do it on a vinyl, I guess. But I, We did think... I We thought about this before and we thought about how maybe there's a way of on Spotify the song looks like it's four minutes. But it keeps going. I remember us saying that. Yeah. It's like, but oh, then what would happen? It would get to four minutes. It would stop. But, but then the bar would still be going across and you can see that it's not the end of the song, but it says it's the end. But I'm you sure, think sure, what's going sure on and change write, the song. It's, I'm sure they could write an algorithm that's just like, oh, by the way, can you like... You can't skip it. Can you write it? Like, you can't skip it. <laughs> you can imagine that. That reminds me of the... Um, uh, it would be like... Um, you will listen to the silence. You will listen to the silence. Um I mean, you could you could do what you uh, two did when they well, um, make people have the album. <laughs> you just you just <laughs> that's un- such a fucking uh, arrogant thing to do. It's like well, how, who how important do you think to listen to it? What? Uh, that's that's the vibe, isn't it? We just be like, who who wouldn't want to listen to our album? We'll put it on everyone's phone. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a great their... idea, actually. <laughs> put it on every phone ever made. Well, we were thinking of <laughs> you can't delete it. We were thinking about interesting ideas and apps we can make for my album campaign, or something we can integrate into people's lives. Which can it be Flappy Bird, can... but with like Novo, <laughs> like Novo more? It's just like. Do you remember oh. when MIDI was a thing on phones on the old Nokia's? No, no. You know, you, you download a custom ringtone if you like. Nokia oh, is that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we go. This this podcast is off the fucking rails. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back with some fresh ideas. But I no, I just is just it? I like the idea of a Novo app though. Well, what, no, basically, it... the one of the, they had many ideas. One of the ideas which was arrogant was the idea that there's an app you download and it makes it so whenever you play a Novo song, it cuts off any calls that are going to come in. So <laughs> so and text interrupted. Yeah, so it's like you can't be interrupted when you're listening to my music, and that's the kind of bit arrogant and egotistical to think like I'm so important that if you're listening to me you should not be talking to anyone else or disturbed and it was just it was just many one of many ideas it wasn't my idea that's quite cool um I like the idea of can you install the app and just you you become the voice of Siri like hi uh like, like okay so okay so let's let's uh, you be you be my Siri I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and <clears throat> what am I th- um hey Ali hi Josh um, can you set an alarm for 10 a.m.? Alarm set for 10 a.m. Can you do like a little... I, th- I think you should probably sing like a little... Can you sing it? No. 
No, this, no I'm talking... Fuck you, John. <laughs> this is... Sending dick pics. No! <laughs> Mum. <laughs> delete, delete, tap, delete, tap. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Do men with small penises get more depressed than men with big penises? Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, do, I don't know. You have to ask. You have to ask a guy with a small dick. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty quick to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Sure. I'm fine though. I'm happy. I'm really happy. You're right, doctor. Yeah, I'm really happy. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. You can't be happy, Josh. It's impossible. (laughs) We've seen it. (laughs) Yeah, it's written on your notes. But yeah, it's very interesting. (laughs) It is. I've seen a lot of like musicians talk about this. Like, for example, Justin Vernon of Bonnie Vare, because he he went to like a big stage of depression. He spoke about it and he sung about it for all of his Well, yeah, he got he, you know, he had a big break from music. He cancelled a lot of tours because of it. And in recent interviews he's talked about, you know, doing a lot of acid and mushrooms and how those negative yeah thinking because i i i like the idea of that i feel like i would come out the other way and it'll be like i've messed it up (laughs) yeah i'd get tangled up like getting kicked in the nuts and your balls get tangled or something if that can happen i don't know yeah i mean i i I took mushrooms last in missouri in a a little fucking uh, missouri in missouri Missouri. Missouri. you're not sad mate you sad Oh no! Yeah, I took mushrooms in a trailer in in Missouri, in in, in a town that had like two hundred people in it. It was notorious for like Breaking Bad style moonshine uh, cookers, and I, I took a bunch of mushrooms, and like I was like, "Cool, well, I'm full of anxiety," and then like. Good job I'm in a trailer. Good job I'm in a trailer, and my friend's family is watching a war film in the next room, and all I can hear is machine guns and screaming. Oh yeah, this is good. This is great. Uh, and then stepping out back, and then like her mum's friend had like pulled up to the fire that they'd made in his four by four, and was blasting country music and dancing around it with like a knife or something. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I googled facts, you know, just to... <laughs> You just facts! <laughs> yeah, you know, well, fun facts. What did you get? <laughs> well, the first what one... did you find? The first two are kind of normal. It's like North Korea and Cuba are the only places that can't buy Coca-Cola. And I said, yeah, okay. And the entire world's population could fit inside Los Angeles. So well, that's quite interesting. And well, that'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a sexy one. Apparently, the, the entire world's population could fit inside Los Angeles. I guess well, it's a big place and I if know. everyone stood next to each other. Yeah, um, I'm fine with that. But the third, the third fact, there are more twins now than ever before so yeah well, is that just due to there's more does people that, you does that, fucking... does that correlate with population growth like that's what i'm interested in are they saying there's more twins than ever before is what there's a more higher percentage of twins yeah that's right that's, the that's fact, not what yeah. they're what? saying though mm. they're just saying there's more twins now than ever before. that's, 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 that's the same as saying there are more people yeah. than ever before yeah which is probably which, what they're saying uh the <laughs> oh. hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you i'd give it a shot <laughs> I've got a, shit to lose. Yeah, that's, that's here's, here's, here's a fact I just found. Some cats are allergic to people. Oh, hmm. Not my that. cat that sneezes in my face in the <laughs> fucking morning. 
Wish they fucking were. And uh, the hundred folds in a chef's hat represent a hundred ways to cook an egg. Oh. Really? Um, I only cook them three ways. Fried. <laughs> Thr- thrice. <laughs> <laughs> Double um, fried. Thrice fried. Triple fried. <laughs> no, wait. Poached and scrambled. What else you got? You got the twin the, 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 well. the unicorn is the national uh, the national animal of Scotland. Scotland. National yep. anthem. <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah, uh, well, that's the, unicorn's unicorn. the national animal of Scotland. Well, yeah. Since when? I know, since forever. That's the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. How, how is this like a bar now? No, Wales well, is a dragon. Ours. Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean England. Sorry, <laughs> England. England. England is a lion. Wales is a yeah. dragon. No, no, no. bulldog for England. Bulldog is not just British bulldog. Hold on, isn't that just racist? I love national. that. Like most like residents of this country, like know so little about. It. I know more about America than I know about. Yeah. Thank national, you. Thank you, movies. National animal of England is a lion. Yeah, I told you. I thought it was oh, a right, fucking okay. barn. I was Wales. It's going to be a fucking dragon. Dragon. It's going to be a dragon. Also oh, not well, real. Well, that, that explains the more mythical... Oh, it's a Welsh oh, dragon, oh, some, yeah, some, oh, it has to be a Welsh prick, dragon. It's not an English lion. Some prick read Narnia <laughs> and went, let's delegate all the characters of this bullshit novel to, to the So, what about so Tin what about Man? Island? Is it, is it Potato? <laughs> <laughs> what is Island? What is Ireland? What is Ireland? What is Ireland? England, lion, Wales, dragon, Scotland, unicorn, Ireland, potato. Cool. National, all right, national. Leprechaun. National of Ireland. Go, oh, it's no, red, it's a red deer. Boring. Of of what Wales? <laughs> Boring. Of, of, of Wales, sorry. No, Ireland. Ireland, red deer. Ireland, a red, that, yeah, I've got to say, red deer. In, a, in a fight. I'm not betting on... Dragon. Yeah, I'm going to bet on the dragon. Sorry, England. Dragon, then lion, then unicorn, then deer. The, the fucking red dragon is the coolest... It's the one of the coolest flags in the fucking world. The oh, it's a cool flag. flag. I don't think it's that great an illustration. No, but... Sorry. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking dragon. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just like a circle and like a line like or whatever. blue, red oh, and fucking... white in multiple different fucking ways. Like literally 90% of the countries on this planet. Yeah. yeah I quite like the Japanese flag, but it's yeah, just the that sun, red. The red sun. Yeah. Red. red dot. Panda's got his um, maple leaf. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's, that's right. Yeah. I like that. That's good. cool. It's good. America's got a nice symbolic flag. What do the What do the stars stand for? The, the states. states. What do the lines stand for? The states. It's all the lines <laughs> that I haven't done. Oh no! This, this is the thing. This was, this was on no no such thing as a fish. So they got they they as the states. Um, they originally the lines uh, the red and white lines used to correspond to how many states there were as well as the stars. Um, but they got it got when, then it started they started getting, getting dizzy. When, when it started getting too many, they're like, "Oh fuck that!" Yeah, just leave them as they are. But they just keep going up with the stars. And well, those are secretly um, America. And they get awfully patriotic about it. Like I went to, you know, I worked at a summer camp in America where every morning we'd oh, yeah. go down to the flag and they would write, they would raise it, and everyone put their hand on the fucking chest and sing really? some shit. Yeah. And this is before you, you were that? Nova more, of course. Yes. Um, be well, no, like no one said that I wasn't meant to do it. So we're all down there, and most of the staff are American, so they all put their hand on the chest, they start singing the American National Anthem, and then us British people are like, what the fuck do we do? We're being rude, right? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's kind of pretend to sing along, so we're kind of Such doing that. British thing. But, like, I don't know these things, well, I don't hardly anything, but <laughs> if the flag touches the floor, apparently you're meant to then burn that flag or something, or, like, what? discard it. Once it's touched, the flags are never meant to touch the floor. You take it off oh, the that's thing they have, and like, you fold it. And fo- yeah, 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 and if it touches the floor, then they have to get rid of that flag. Oh, mate, I've seen flags all over the, like, the UK just like fucking like, one in a bush. They're like, they, they don't give a shit. There's, like, there's flags. Like, it's, it's... We swore it all once. 
<laughs> it's so weird though. Like obviously, just the difference in like waving your flag. It's like um, in America, it's so pa- patriotic. Oh, all the houses, everyone. If yeah. um, if you wave a flag in in England, you're a racist. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know some. I've seen some houses like that. Like, I don't think patriotism is a good look, to be honest. No, no, it's, it's, no. it's a bit. I find it a bit odd. Nationalism, really. I mean, patriotism, nationalism, just like that. Yeah. Like, right. Hand, really. I want to see where. All right, well, we're going to do a fishing game. Let's play some fishing on the PlayStation. Oh, mate. So so we've just downloaded uh, Fishing Planet, which is the ultimate fishing simulator. Um, I I remember there was, like, when I was a kid, uh, some of our family friends, their dad um, lived on a fishing simulator. Like, he, like, literally, whenever <laughs> you... on the PlayStation. Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my dad. Like, what, in the game? Like, yep. He, he can't... Uh, he got trapped. It was, like, this weird sort of, like, 90s sort Trying of... Uh, mum. <laughs> she's a <laughs> b- I know what she's doing. <laughs> Tell Dave he's a fucking bastard. I know, I can see him. Fuck I know you're you, borrowing the lawnmower. Oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, you need to you borrow the lawnmower three times this week, Dave. <laughs> change the channel, change the channel, she's coming. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> they should make that as a version of Jumanji, like a new. <laughs> yeah, it's just my dad. My dad's in a game. My dad's in a fishing simulator. Because of his wife. I fucking hate this world. There's a lake and that's it. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. Lonely Arts Club, everyone, when we talk about the arts. <laughs> what matters? Fishing is an art. Well, no. Oh, 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 oh you we walk in the line. The fishermen. I used to go fishing a lot at my granddad. Yeah? Yeah. What happened at the lake, mate? Caught fish. <laughs> so drunk. Caught drank, fish. Drank talk. Love, you, life. How young were you? I was, I was about... Give you your first beer on nine, the lake. ten. In open I'll waters. have like a beer. Oh, did you, your granddad give you your first beer? Yeah. You're open at open waters where, you know... You... No, 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 lake fishing. <laughs> no, it's not an art. So, it's, a, it's a relaxation. There's no implication. Under the guise of there's being no a sport. They call it a sport. No. <laughs> oh. I might, my first beer was a Boddington's. Boddington's. By from my granddad. Boddington's. I was watching Dad's Army. He was like, trying to... Oh, Drink it, sorry. It, and it was and it was the one with uh, you know the one that's got like a like a like a like a ball in it the um the wedge sort of thing. Uh, I have no yeah, idea what yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like a wood thing. No, it's 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 to keep because if it's if it's like a um, it keeps it fizzy. If it's like a stout, like a John Smith yeah, or something. Yeah, it, um, that's some old band shit. Or something. Yeah. Either way, yeah. So it had one of these things, and I just remember it being the, the weirdest fucking tasting thing, other than his. Oh, <laughs> oh, we knew it was coming. <laughs> but my first beers were apparently when I was about one. My dad had a Fuck my dad had a party, Ugh. and there was like beer and shit all over the floor. And I was crawling beer around as a baby. Yeah, I, I crawled out and I drank all the bottoms of all the beers oh. that were on the floor, oh, and man. I puked on my dad. <laughs> I crawled into that's bed. That's what he fucking gets. What tidying up? We're going to bed. Well, yeah, that's true. Thinking of ways, thinking of ways to, to, to wrap up the show, and uh, I, I think uh, a nice little idea is actually just uh, um, so, so something nice that we're like positive yeah, skipping, way to nice little, nice little positive. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> what did you say? So, Josh, what is your fucking array? What am I grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for TikTok. <laughs> I mean, actually, do you know, actually, yeah. I mean, I am. I'm. At, I, I. It's brought a lot of laughter, actually. I'm. I'm. I still don't know how the fuck it works. I like. I'm trying to understand it because I think it's important as as a media professional. To, yeah. to know how new paradigms and are, platforms are and and, platforms, and shit. Yeah. Like, there, there's people who are like, yeah, cool. Let's monetize this. Let's let's sort of do content for it. 
but I'm trying to figure out how the fuck it works. <laughs> so, um, but I'm, like, it's so cool. I, I, I love the idea that like something new's come along. And um, actually, the fun, the thing that made me really happy about it, I think there was some like Kendall Jenner. I think not Kendall Jenner. Is Kendall Jenner the the, the, the sexy one or the dad? <laughs> um, the, either or doesn't matter. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Kendall and Kylie, Kylie are both daughters. <laughs> anyway, one of the one of the Jenners. One of the Jenners um, got um, got TikTok and then tried to sort of make it like a big thing. And the actual uh, community of, of TikTokers um, uh, basically were like, no, fuck you. This is this is our thing. You can fuck off with your commercial stuff. And literally, it's because it's, it's all about the users. That it's, 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 yeah. They try and kick off like sort of big big brands and stuff. Cause it's, Very grassroots. It, yeah. It is. And that's kind of what's cool about it. It's basically like the, the a new... Like Vine, it's like Vine. How how fresh Seems that was. Bigger than Vine. It's not famous people trying to be funny. No, it's, it's not. Just it's, it's just people. people. Yeah. yeah, which 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 I think is actually really fucking cool. I think. It's and good. I never got on Snapchat, but I'm on TikTok now. Yeah, man. It's and you do find some really fucking funny stuff in between um, the dancing upstairs. Yeah, there's a lot of dancing. Um, I'm not because yeah. obviously TikToks. It's it's originally it was it was made for um I believe it was made for sort of lip syncing sort of videos. So everything's based from music. Everything yeah. starts with music and then you sync to it. But now it's moved on to comedy. Now it's moved on to comedy like edits and stuff. Yeah. And there's some absolutely genius uh, people out there who are just coming up with some hilarious videos. And it's a fucking amazing little platform. But I just need to figure out how it works. Um, so, yeah, so I'm grateful for that. I think I think it's I think it's a, a great new sort of thing to come in. But um, yeah, grateful for innovation. <laughs> Innovation is my lovely. Grateful. That's very nice. Thank Ali, you. what are you happy about? I am happy about TikTok. <laughs> Boom. No, no. <laughs> uh, happy about. What are you grateful for? Grateful for. Happy about. You know, I feel like I don't have a real answer for this. No, I just I mean, have, a th- have, a th- have a think. What someone just made you feel good. I'm the the your fans lately with the Chinese Me. debacle. Oh, I'm so happy I couldn't go to China. Oh, no, no. I feel like the fans responded in a really positive way. Um, I've been ignoring, as much as you, I've been ignoring social media quite a bit from my end, just posting when I have to about like an update and shit like that. I am thankful for my buddies having (laughs) beers with me. It's the little things. Christ, sounds, like, sounds like sounds like you're just saying that with a fucking gun to your head. It's just like <laughs> uh, my friends and. <laughs> well, it's a bit more meaningful than saying TikTok, so it's. <laughs> oh fuck! Say, I thought that was quite an interesting no, TikTok, thing to say. TikTok's good. Yeah, like I, there's a, there's a lot of. Other I feel like interpersonal like commun- um, relationship with humans is obviously the most important thing in the whole world. So it's easy to say you're thankful for that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, so. So, so, so taking the easy so, route. Yeah. <laughs> taking the easy route. Well, no, because it's, it's an obvious thing to be thankful for to have friends, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, yeah. Well done. Well, you fucked up mine then. Why? Because you were going to say friends. the same. Well, no, I think it's sort it's, of like it's, one year I, anniversary of when I went for a whole bunch of bullshit, and I was yeah. going to say like I'm very. Uh, the last year of my life has been very, very difficult, and uh, I'm very grateful for the people that have, have, have made time to try and help when I've been really fucked up, and I'm kind of like fucked up to this podcast started when i was in like the worst state of mind and i cannot listen to like the previous episodes because i'm like cool well i'm like manic or on drugs and like (laughs) you get moments when i'm like absolutely so fucking bleak and then moments where i'm absolutely manic and and i kind of wish that the podcast started now when i'm a bit more fucking together and i'm I'm a bit more over everything that i've I've 
fucking how to deal well, with. I think it's important. It still exists. It's, I think. I think it's a good. It's, a, yeah, like, it's, it's good. good to see where you've how far you've come. Yeah, and I'm. 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 I'm uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. It's been an interesting year. Yeah, you've um, been saying cunt less. <laughs> Only because Josh literally asked me to say cunt less uh, right. on the podcast. Yeah, and I've said like, it twice now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, you guys have been good. Thanks. There we and, go. And um, no, you're welcome. Uh, you know, buy my shit. <laughs> <laughs> You turned it into a plug. You, 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 you were turning this. You were there with this really sincere moment of no, like, I do you know, really actually, mean it. like, I do you really mean it? Well, no, this, yeah, and buy my, my, buy my stuff too. Thank year. you. Thank you. I we should do more podcasts more often because um, it's a reason to get out of the house. Isn't yeah, it? thankful for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's, that's what makes me feel less alone in the universe. I'm like, no, I, I, th- I think I think that's that's actually really really like very important to say that to be honest because i know i know it's been like a tough year and shit and and we are there like mm. anytime and this and that's that's kind of like a great reason to sort of do the podcast get us all together and shit because I've, I've been going through shit as well so it's like it's it's nice to there we go sort of get together <laughs> there we go let's stop talking about it <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I didn't mean there we go no, sure no, about it it was more of a there we go we can relate <laughs> it was like there we go it's relatable <laughs> Um, but <laughs> oh, is that the title? Whoa, I just, oh, oh, god damn oh. it! Oh, no, man. no, I agree. I mean, I, I would have just been sat here on my own on a Friday night anyway, like most. So I'm glad that we bothered to do it. There we go. Well, fucking done. Who can be the saddest? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm not sad. Shall I'm happy. We, oh, Shall we get top. back to trying to catch the biggest fish on? You know, yeah, the, uh, the the fishing simulator is waiting. So um, Friday with that. Night. Yeah. With that, let's uh, let's sign out. So uh, you've been listening to me, Josh, me, Ali, Josh, Vs. <laughs> Get out of here, crazy kids! <laughs> whoop 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 whoop! Sign out. <laughs>